0: Wow, Sia, check you out. Showing up at the studio looking all glowy and... And relaxed? Yeah, yeah, relaxed. Oh, I got a great night's sleep. You did? I tried one of those gummies you gave me. Oh, the Sunset
1: Lake CBD?
0: The gummy? Wow. And you got a good night's rest? Heavenly. Heavenly, huh? Well, you heard it, Rootsland family. It's got the okay from Sia. I know. We've gone six seasons without any ads or commercials. It's been pretty great, right? The truth is that up till now, we haven't found a company whose values and products align with our show and our listeners. But thanks to Sunset Lake CBD, that's changed. And I'm hoping that their top-shelf CBD and hemp products will change something else. The quality of life of our listeners. Now, I get a lot of comments that people find the show very relaxing. In fact, so much so, they like to fall asleep to it at night. Not really sure that's a compliment. If you are having sleep issues... Maybe instead of using Rootsland as a sedative, you should try some of those sleep gummies, like Sia did. Sunset Lake CBD is a farm in Vermont that started out producing milk and cream for Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Then they diversified and started growing hemp for CBD. I know, most people usually start out with the cannabis before getting to the Ben & Jerry's. But I'm glad that Sunset Lakes went in the order they did. It's owned and run by the farmers who actually grow the hemp with organic fertilizer using sustainable farming techniques. No herbicides, no pesticides. So you can be assured that this is the highest quality CBD and hemp products available. And that's make it or break it for you, right, Sia?
1: Yeah, you know me. I only put natural ingredients in my body.
0: I know. Her body is very sensitive.
1: Yeah, 100.
0: So whether you want a solid night's sleep, if you're feeling a little anxious or just looking for something to relieve those sore joints and achy muscles. I see the demographics. There are a few of you over 60 out there. No, I'm not being ageist. But don't waste your money supporting Big Farmer, or take a chance buying those gummies at gas stations or vape shops with questionable ingredients. Go to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out their top-shelf line of gummy bears, edibles, tinctures, recovery lotions, and some beautiful sun-grown smokable hemp to put you in just the right state of mind for our show. And they even have a line of CBD for your pets to put them in the right state of mind for our show. Sunset Lakes CBD is a socially responsible company. They harvest, process, and ship product right from their farm in Vermont to your front door to keep prices as low as possible. We're proud to call them a sponsor and hope you'll support them by going to sunsetlakescbd.com and use the secret code ROOTSLAND
2: Righteousness the guy's right, The Rootsland podcast. Stories that are music to your ears.
0: The singer Van Morrison once said, "Music is spiritual. The music business is not." That pretty much says it all. I came into this industry knowing it was ugly commonplace for artists and producers to be cheated, betrayed, thrown out when they were no longer useful. But I never imagined that would be by people you trusted, the people you care about, people who you thought had your back. At some point, any sane person would reach their limit. Mine came when a knife was pulled on me, in an isolated hallway inside Anchor Recording Studio in Kingston. An upcoming singer that I had known for years, and actually liked, attempted to extort $300 from me under the guise of getting paid for a radio jingle that he had previously agreed to record for free. I told him at the time and repeated again. It wasn't a paid gig. These were simple radio promos to get in the good graces of famed New York radio DJ and soundman Rob Kenner, who was in town visiting. I even explained that I gave away my personal studio time to Rob for free to make the session happen. But the young singer persisted Waving the knife around, trying to intimidate me. I knew I was in the right. Didn't back down.
1: Come on, man. You knew the deal. Everybody knew. Rob's a big DJ. This was done for promotions was to help your career. I don't need no promotion, Bridget. I don't need no promotion. Come on, Irie. You've been in the game long enough. You know how this works. No one gets paid to do these promos. Come on. Pick me hungry and school fee need for pay. More a $300. Dude, dude, this isn't
0: you. Come on, put down the knife. This never happened. This never happened.
1: No, you. in the case, it's not done. Know that.
0: Having known the youth for a while, I shrugged off the incident as a one-time occurrence. But later that week I was called into the studio manager's office, met with a look of concern, which was out of character for Mr. Masters, who is usually rather calm and unfazed by the daily drama that occurs at Anchor Music.
1: Listen, Henrique, this is quite a serious matter. This particular singer you have an issue with associates with some rather dark and violent individuals. Come on, Mr. Masters, you know me, please.
0: Have I ever had a problem at this studio? With an artist, a DJ, a singer? I paid everyone. You know my
1: reputation. Yes, I know you have your side of the story. I know that.
0: My side of the story? There's only one side of the story. This guy's extorting us, straight and simple. Come on, man.
1: Okay, excuse me. I understand, but it's best you pay the man already. You know, get this whole thing over with. Get it over with? Come on, stand by me, guy. Come on. I'm not certain you realize the gravity of this situation, Henry. I don't think you know. Oh, I know. I know. But what about the principal? What about the message it sent? Okay, I hear you, but what I'm going to do is pay him out of my own pocket. Uh, this is too serious to ignore. I'm telling you that. And uh, you can't just pay me back whenever you have the funds. This just needs to be settled before it goes too far. I'm going to trust your judgment, but it doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. It needs to be settled right now, Henry.
0: In the end, Mr. Masters paid the singer the extortion money which, of course, I did have to pay back. And the situation was settled. That is for everyone but me. I was very unsettled. My character was unjustly called into question, and that incident damaged my reputation. But what really hurt was I expected more people to be in my corner, stand by my side. Yet, there I stood, all alone. And just when I was isolated, thought things couldn't get any worse. In early summer 1999... I received a call from my friend Wayne Armand, frontman from the group Chalice. He told me to sit down before relaying the heartbreaking news. Mikey Wallace, keyboard player, founding member of the band Chalice, a father, a husband, musician extraordinaire, was shot and killed on Arthur Wind Drive, under a mile away from the recording studio, in what turned out to be a case of mistaken identity. They shot the wrong friggin guy, and in doing so, Killed the dreams for so many people. Mikey's family, friends, loved ones. More than just a band, the members of Chalice, Wayne, Mikey, Allah, Keith, Dean, and C-Sharp had become close friends of mine, my brothers in arms. They played on all my albums, accepted whatever I could afford to pay them, even if that meant nothing. That band sacrificed their time, missed family events, turned down higher-paying gigs to always show up for me make sure that my music turned out right. They put their hearts and souls into every note. Now, Mikey's loss would mean one less soldier in this musical battle. The studio would now have an empty seat in front of a lonely silent piano. This one didn't come close to home. This bullet hit home. That following January, I sat with Eddie Fitzroy in the control room at Anchor Music, Listening back to the vocals he just recorded and gauging from his reaction, he was pleased with the performance. We both were.
1: Wicked my youth. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds great, Eddie. Them guys at the label supposed to love this. Oh, I know they will. Oh, you mean? Hotel California is my song from a long time. I love this tune. I know, isn't that why we chose it? And the rhythm that Chalice built, tough like nails. Yeah, Chalice is wicked. Fire!
0: The song, a cover of the Eagles' Hotel California. It was the last recording I needed to finish up for a project I had been working on for what seemed like eternity. The lyrics, described by Don Henley, one of the song's writers, are about the dark underbelly of the American dream. But that night in Kingston, those words could have just as easily applied to my own disillusionment. My shattered Jamaican dream. Relax, said the nightman. We are programmed to receive. You can check out any time you want, but you can never leave. A few days later, I stopped by the studio and picked up my master recording tapes. After a decade of living and working in Kingston, I decided I could leave. So I boarded a flight to Miami and never looked back. The great Bob Andy said it best. Advice that changed my life.
1: Here are. like I've told you before, either you work for the factory or you own your own factory. There's no in-between.
0: You either work for the factory or you own the factory. In my business, the factory is the recording studio, the means of production, where the music's made. In fact, it was the early reggae pioneers like Bob Andy and Deadly Headley that spent most of their careers working for the factory, which were the studio owners and the labels, they learned the hard way that in accepting their meager salaries, a few shillings a week as musicians and songwriters, they were signing away rights to music that would go on earning hundreds of millions of dollars for publishing and record companies. So after signing a five-album deal with Mattissy Records, a label out of Montreal, Canada, I decided it was the right time to take my biggest step towards independence and self-determination. It was time for me to build my own factory. Turns out the timing was perfect. In February 1999, something happened that would revolutionize the music industry. A total game-changer. La Vida Loca, sung by Latin heartthrob Ricky Martin, would hit number one on the Billboard chart, making it the first number one single to be entirely produced and recorded in the digital platform known as Pro Tools. This transformed the music business almost overnight. Up until then, it was standard for hit songs to be recorded on analog 2-inch master tapes. Using top-of-the-line mixing consoles and outboard gear, the price was out of reach for most people to even rent for a day. Owning a studio was virtually an impossible dream. Now, with the advent and success of this new digital format, It evened the playing field. Studios capable of producing high-quality hit songs, once the exclusive domain for an elite few, became affordable enough for ordinary schmoes like me to set up and equip. And trust me, music would never be the same. Today, any teen can record an album in their bedroom closet, with nothing more than a mic and a laptop. And it can go to number one on the Billboard charts. A far cry from those early studio sessions and the days of Detroit Motown and groups like the Funk Brothers. The cost of digital recording became cheap. But the toll it took on music? That was high. Sam Ash Music is a legendary music store that opened in Brooklyn as a small family-owned business in 1920. Over the years, expanded across the country into a mega chain of music superstores, selling instruments, recording gear, and sheet music to multitudes of young aspiring musicians, Dreaming of being the next Jimi Hendrix or Jimmy Page. As hilariously depicted in the film Wayne's World, stores like Sam Ash were also the home for countless rock star wannabes, sitting on Fender amps and trying out new guitars with absolutely cringeworthy versions of Stairway to Heaven, much to the dismay of the employees in the guitar section and fellow customers. Whether newly formed high school garage bands, buying starter drum kits, Or seasoned, touring musicians looking for professional-grade instruments or recording equipment. Sam Ash had built its solid reputation by stocking a wide range of the most current gear. They always had friendly, knowledgeable staff that knew the products. Many were musicians and tech heads themselves. In the days before one could order customer-reviewed gear online and get it shipped overnight, musicians and producers like me relied on the personal touch and experience of these trained salespeople to guide us in the right direction. Music stores like Sam Ash were all about making connections. Employee to customer, customer to customer. It was a real-world social network. There were message boards near the entrance that had ads and notices looking for musicians to form new bands, or just to jam, or for music teachers to advertise their trade. Sam Ash is also where I met their store manager, Aki Campbell, a smooth-talking hustler that mastered the art of the soft sale. In his short time at their South Florida Margate location, he rose from entry-level newbie to become their top seller. Aki and I had a lot in common, everything from our interest in digital recording to our love for the Thai restaurant, located next to the store, owned by two sisters from Bangkok, that served the tastiest pad Thai in the area.
3: Yo, Kario, what's good? Hey, Key, what's going on, man? You got my message? Yeah, bro, I got your message. What's up? I've got a slightly used AMAC compressor in great condition. Oh, really? How much is that worth? It's probably worth about three Gs oh? brand new. And the Henry K. price? For you? You know you gotta... I could let it go for about a thousand
0: bucks. Really? All right. Come All right. it
3: let's Yeah, let's go check it out. By the way, you still interested in the studio space?
0: Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. I'm set up in my house right now.
3: Because I've got the inside scoop on a brand new location.
0: I'm good to go whenever you're ready. Just came on the market. Absolutely, yeah.
3: Okay, I'll hit you up as soon as I hear something. While you're here, you want to go grab some Thai food?
0: Oh, sure. As long as you're buying, Mr. Manager. Aki was half Jamaican and half Italian, named for the national dish of Jamaica, with a love for reggae that was passed down through his father, an eccentric and talented Jamaican painter, especially the music of Bob Marley, which was ironic, because Aki and his brother Bush actually looked exactly like they were long-lost Marley children, light-skinned, with long, well-styled dreadlocks, fit, athletic, and charismatic, people often mistook them for the Marley brothers, especially in South Florida, where the Marley clan had their stronghold. But Ake and Bush were local celebrities in their own right, with their popular Broward rap crew Outback, and an affiliated street team that had Lauderdale on lock, promoting parties and events for all the major hip-hop labels and radio stations, from South Beach up to West Palm. Aki and Bush Campbell were plugged into the South Florida music scene. They had their ears to the Broward County streets, found out all the headlines before they made the morning news. So when I got an early morning call from McKee during my sunrise walk on Deerfield Beach, it was no surprise that one of his hot tips would literally be the key that would open the door to the next phase of my life. The address? 293 Goolsby Road wow a key you outdid yourself man look at this place
3: so check this out it's How many got rooms? two rooms a studio a and a b and the b's off in the back with its own vocal booth
0: so everyone has their private spot great
3: and the vocal booth in the a room it's awesome man listen we could put a band in there
0: yeah wow you can get a whole drum kit in there key nice all looks Henry, good i'll give you first choice i think i like that b room i'm back Looks tight, compact. This
3: place has got a nice lounge. It's got an office space. And it's even got a kitchen in the back. Get some PlayStation up in
0: here. Oh, come on, Bush man! Come on, you gotta work here. It's not about playing video games. I mean,
3: these guys must have spent yeah. about 100 Gs just fixing up the place. And the landlord threw them out.
0: I guess all that weed and alcohol offended the air conditioner guy next door. It's crazy. It is crazy, man. got to be conscious of your neighbors when you move in a place like this. we got to act quick, Henry
3: K. They're going to tear this bitch down and turn it into a warehouse.
0: They did an incredible job. It, it, It would be crazy to walk away from this, man. Wow. What a waste that would be. All right, man, I'm in. Let's do it. The distance between Deerfield Beach, Florida, and Kingston, Jamaica, is only 610 miles. Sometimes it feels like it's on the other side of the galaxy. In the two years since opening Down Under Studios in Deerfield with the Campbell brothers, I barely missed a sunrise over the Atlantic Ocean. My normal routine? A low-intensity Zone 2 morning walk on the beach before heading over to my studio, just a few minutes away, where I like to start mixing by about 9 a.m., the latest, depending if I'm working with someone or just on my own. In fact, my first year as an engineer, I didn't even take any clients was only recording and mixing my own music. Not that I had a choice. You see, after spending a large chunk of my recording budget on the studio and equipment, I realized I didn't have enough money left to hire an engineer to mix the 30-plus songs I was still obligated to deliver to the label. So I locked myself in Studio K, my little mixing lab in the back of Down Under Studios, and began the daunting task of not only mixing three albums... But at the same time, learning to master this very complicated operating system of pro tools that until recently was completely foreign to me and most of the music world. After the first year of clocking in over 5,000 hours of runtime, I had become proficient enough as an engineer to feel comfortable renting out the studio to the public. And thanks to my partner, Aki, who kept his gig as sales manager at Samash, there was a never-ending supply of hungry musicians looking to record on the latest digital format. And when the potential clients heard that we had a plug-in, autotune, that was able to correct the pitch of a singer who was off-key or flat, our business doubled. Every customer that passed through Sam Ash, whether a stage mom picking up sheet music for their future star, or a tattooed emo drummer from the local bar band, was handed a Down Under Studios card. And by the time a key got through talking me up, you'd think I was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I was finally able to wash my hands Of the corrupt record companies Dishonest music executives Ungrateful artists and musicians And pick and choose exactly Who I wanted to record with Straight up work for hire Once you left my studio You took your music with you What you did with it That was your business These were just musical flings No long term commitments I wasn't getting rich But I was getting paid And besides My richness is life And my reward? Being my own boss. Working decent hours. Spending quality time with my daughter and family. That's priceless. People kept asking if I missed working in Jamaica. And being in the big game. I'd be lying if I said no. The energy, the intensity of that wicked little city is unmatched, unequaled anywhere on earth. The concentration of raw talent is nothing short of awe-inspiring. But in Deerfield Beach... The most pressure I feel is from a nervous Boca Raton father, looking over my shoulder, anxious if his teenage daughter is going to hit that high note. And if someone is a real pain in the ass, they don't come back to Studio K. Yes, there are those moments when I ask myself if I retired from the game too early. If this old quarterback had one more season left. One more shot at the title. But honestly, I don't think my mind or body could have taken one more hit. And I've been walking up and down this beach long enough to discover that you never really know what the tide is going to bring in. What's up, Bush? Yo, Henry K., where are you at? The beach? Of course I'm at the beach. Where am I at every morning this Listen, time? Listen, I need a favor. Can you head over to the studio and let a client in? I'm running late. What? Interrupt my zen moment, man? Come on,
3: man. It's one of your people. A white dance hall, dude.
0: A white dance hall, dude? Just what I need in my life. Really? Aw, man, you don't got to produce him. You just got to let him in until I get there. All right, I'll let him in. No worries. What's his name? Bigger. Bigger Star. Bigger Star? Yeah, I know. The name is kind of ill, right? Not bad. Decent name. Should be interesting. Hey, coming. Hey, what's going on? I'm Henry K. Hey,
4: what's up, man? I'm Bigger Star.
0: What's up, Bigger? Bush will be back in about 10, 20 minutes. Wow, funny. You don't look much like a dance hall artist. (laughs)
4: Well, you don't look much like a reggae producer either.
0: Why? Bush told you about me?
4: Yeah, Bush told me about you. What'd he say? He said you were some billboard producer back in the day. Oh, really? But now you quit the business. He said that... I didn't quit. (laughs) He said you got fucked over. Um, So now you don't deal with record companies.
0: Difference between quitting and walking away on your own terms, bro. You know that?
4: Sounds like a cop-out to me. Like you just decided to give up when things get tough. How old are you anyway? Man, I'm 16. 16? You look, like you're, you look like you're
0: about 30, bro.
4: <laughs> yeah, you look like you could be my father. If you're
0: only 16, big guy, I could be. Bush is running late. He should be here in about 20, all right? Just make yourself comfortable. I'm going to be in the back working.
4: All right, so what are you saying? You don't want to hear what I sound like?
0: No, big guy, I'm sure you're great, but you're, you're probably better off working with Bush and the Young Turks. Maybe a little tough for me to keep up with you.
4: Whatever. I don't really need to be around no washed-up reggae producers anyway. I want to be around people who at least believe in our dreams. Oh,
0: Bigger, please. Save the drama. I know all about dreams. Tell me, why do you even do reggae? Why do you even do dancehall music? What's that even about? But to be honest with you, Henry, I've seen some pretty terrible things in my life.
4: And uh, the only time I'm at peace and the only time I can be free is when I'm big I star. And I've been biggest star as long as I can remember. For
0: that, I have no apologies. Well, bigger, appreciate that honesty. Let's hear what you got, bro. Go ahead, DJ. On side, come check bigger.
4: Me figure your liquor ride. Your body look good, and the vibes them tight. Give it to you proper, make your granny feel nice, oh so nice.
0: I don't know, bigger, pretty average. What else you got? You Get some more lyrics.
4: The floor. Huh? In our Deep, deep down in on me shower, You know the tub, rub it up. The big jaw grind, you know me bring come.
0: Sounds like the same song, but what else you got?
4: Those are the only two I got right now. I wasn't
0: prepared. Damn right you weren't prepared. You come into a studio with just two tunes? Know what the competition's like out there, Bigger? Well, are you willing to work with me? Let's just say I'll put you on a Henry K. probation period for now, and we'll see how it goes. What time you finish school on Monday? Man, I'm a senior. I don't have to go to class. Bigger, please. You gotta go to class. What time? I get out four, usually. All right, we'll be here right after class. You saw Karate Kid, right? Yeah, why? Bring a bucket and a sponge to wash my car. You're in training now. Wax on, wax off, baby. (laughs) Whatever. And, bro, you sound like a chimney huffing and puffing. You smoke cigarettes, right?
4: Yeah, I smoke cigarettes.
0: No more. Done. No cigarettes. See you at four. Like I said... You never really know what the tide is going to bring in.
2: RootslandNation.com Listen to back episodes of the podcast. Stream original music. Check out the latest fashions. RootslandNation.com Wear your culture.